Hey guys, welcome back to Mantalk.ke. Another week, and this episode six, as we always do, we're doing a Q and A. And these are my favorite episodes because it's a chance for us to interact, and we never know where the episode is going to go. So this is going to be a fun one, Oscar. Are you excited about this episode? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, ready? I'm looking at the questions on my lap. It's uh, uh-huh. yet another banger. Another banger. Uh, one or two toxic ones are here as well. Mm-hmm. Always, uh, always, always. Standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so um, firstly, thank you as well for all of the response to the last episode. Really glad you liked it and you enjoyed the whiteboard segment. It came out of a bit of uh, issues, but from innovating, we managed to get a nice segment that people liked. So yeah, glad you enjoyed that too. Um, so before we get into the uh, questions that need quite extensive answers. We're going to go to the ones that weren't really questions because we put this out on Instagram. If you don't follow us, link is below. And some people, they weren't questions. It was just just nice things they were saying to us. Mm. So somebody said, not a question, but I applaud what you guys are doing. You're doing an amazing job. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know yeah. who you are. Thank you. And there was one more that said, when are we having a meet and greet? Oscar, when are we having a meet and greet? This is a good question. This is a very good this question. Is a, this is a very good question. <laughs> Would you like me to answer this question, Ile? I put you on the uh, okay, fine. Um, so the thing is, the thing is, um, what specifically when it comes to meet and greets, um, our plan is to have something that's very intimate and yeah. very fun. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah. that's very like that's us. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's us. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. that's been something that, you know, with Eli gone um for five months. Yes. And Sorry now yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so now we have at least we have something that we can plan on. So that's something we're working towards. So look out for that. Yeah. 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 There's also a very exciting merchandise. Yes, that we've um, been getting hammered about we need merch and we need a meet and greet. So that stuff will come all in good time. It all in good time. Perfect. All in good time. You know when someone starts an answer with uh, the thing is when you said the thing is, <laughs> you know, you know that, <laughs> you know you're in trouble. The thing is, mm, you know, mm. yeah. but but the truth about it is, um, we're just so thankful to everyone who watches our content mm, because mm. in many ways I feel like you've grown with us. Yeah. And yeah. you know, some of our fans have um, like a personal line to us. Mm, so yeah. like we get, and that's how, particularly to me, so I get to feel like yeah. one an episode is good when what areas of improvement we have yeah. and if you have any areas of improvement you think that you want to give us we are always open always always open if you think there's someone you brands you want us to work with always open to receive yeah. you know suggestions from our audience yeah hit them with the brand the brand one yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah i, I mean like you know yeah. like there's a lot of brands that have asked to work with us but we are also very picky yeah. because we are not we really want to do everything based mm. on our audience. Yeah, we don't want to just be saying this is good if we genuinely do Yeah, we care. The essence of Mantalk is like that honesty. That's honest. So you can't yeah. be promoting something that's not honest. So exactly. That's, uh, that's yeah. Our like what we did, let's say, the first time anyone who watches our content, the first time anyone saw our whiteboard was mm. at the Notify Logistics yes, promo. Yes, yes. And that's a program that we support and Genuine, we think yeah. that's a fantastic program. Mm. Mm. And you know, the other time was Centronomy. Mm. Yes, yes. The other time was I see a liar. Yes. And so all there's this, a pattern here. So there's a pattern. Yeah, we, know, we know which brands work best with us so mm, mm. bear with us if you're not seeing mm. things like the meet and greet work because there's a certain brand that mm. we want to have and there are certain products that we've experienced that we want to share with you mm, mm. so that's the game yeah that's the thing that's the, the thing that's, the thing. that's the, the thing the thing is that's the thing the thing is um yeah. <laughs> so those are the toughest questions uh let's, uh, let's <laughs> i'm gonna you can go first with one of the first questions okay sort of thing. okay i think back to back. yeah so for me i think the first question i'm going to take is um, I'm not going to start with a toxic one, though there's one I can see here. Uh-huh. Um, let's start with um, 
how do you know that someone's intentions in your life are genuine or not? That's a question that's come to us. They, how do you measure, the, yeah. you know, the kind of the intentions that people come with in your life? Because mm. especially you, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like having, you know, known you for the time that I have, that you're very handsome. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. The, it was right there. It was, it was, it was right there. But like, but yeah, know, like you have, you, yeah, you, you're in a very big mood today. I wonder why. <laughs> so, um, I just want to know how do you handle all these different people who come into your life or want to be a part of your life or are so eager to contribute to your life mm-hmm. because like you have this public platform and that's mm-hmm. what you've been like. How yeah. do you relate with people? How do you know? How do you analyze people when they enter your space? Mm. Um, being an influencer yeah, and yeah. a good so, one at that. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank mm. you very much. Um, it, you know, it's been weird. It's been a very weird few years because before I sort of came here, all of my interactions were based on me meeting you now and the opinion you're drawing of me now. Yeah. But when I found that now I'm meeting people and there's already an opinion before I've met them and had that real life interaction, yeah. it's really different. It's very strange because what I find is that I'm having to control the interaction yeah. and just make them feel comfortable even though they've started the interaction yeah. that makes sense so someone will um i'm talking about now very short 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 interaction i'm going to talk about now long-term ones mm. but in terms of just meeting someone hi how are you oh i know you from this this and this thing you have to sort of gauge like firstly where the, it's either do i know you from man talk or just from ig yeah and i can sort of pick up from that quite quickly but i would say i'm very lucky that most of my interactions all that they want is just a hi and like a a chat and it's always always really good conversations anyway because of man talk. So I'm glad that more of my interactions are more based off of man talk, man talk than just being like, oh, I see your fashion stuff or stuff you do on your personal page. So yeah, um, but now more to answer the question in terms of how do you know what somebody wants out of like you and an interaction? I feel like you never can 100%. And that's a risk of being a human and interaction with other humans. You can't ever preconceive somebody's like ideas of what they want from you. You can know you can you can gauge certain things, but you can't operate from a place of fear that yeah. this person might want something negative from me. So you have to take that risk, and then some will be good, some will be trying to take advantage of you. But things what things you can do to like mitigate that is just taking time with relationships. So with me, before I get to a stage where I even start talking about certain things with you that have risk attached to it, it's a very long time. Like you just I don't rush into relationships, platonic relationships. Yeah, that's what I do. I just take a lot of time to assess the person, assess where do I, remember the FMS system, where do I place you in my life? And then I can gauge from that. And yeah. Well. How about you? Um, so for me, I think I've kind of had that transition of, um, because of Mantok now, I'm, you know, I'm a bit more in the public sphere. Mm. So, you know, I have to, you know, I've met a lot of new people, especially now people who I'd, I'd never engage with at any level. Yeah. Um, social, economic, spiritual or otherwise. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, so I now have to um, understand the type of people that I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. And because you'll find that, um, you know, birds of a feather tend yes. to flock together. Yes. So you'll yes. find that um, the influencer space, there are certain interests that appeal to them. Yeah. And for me, what I, I've always learned to use is something that's always been reliable is what are your interests? Mm-hmm. You know, what do, what are you really interested in? Yeah. And you know, if someone comes at me with something that's very superficial, mm. I can gauge kind of yeah. the, I can gauge the, you know, the level of commitment that they have towards me as a person. 
and a certain value system. Mm. So I can be able to tell how committed are you to, let's say, oh my God, Oscar, we really like your content. Nah, nah, nah. Mm. And then I'll be like, okay, that's nice. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'll give them that allowance to speak. But then the depth at mm. which they meet um, that conversation mm. will tell me um, whether they really are genuinely yeah. into this conversation that we're having with them or that engagement that we're having because of who we are yeah. or if there's another agenda. Because yeah. if you really wait long enough, mm. you know, people tend to show you who they are. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you really wait long enough. Yeah. My thing is, though, I sometimes, <clears throat> I don't know if you're the same as me, but maybe I've picked up that there's an intention I don't like. Are you the kind of person that will address it and give them the reason why we're not interacting or do you just sort of fade away? Because my thing, yeah. I'm like Kanye. I just fade away. Like I don't, dun, I don't. Dun, like, yeah, a little, little reference. Yeah. There. But I don't like. To, I don't ever. I don't actually confront it. Yeah. If I if if we've had like met four or five times and I start to see, this is not actually going anywhere in terms of. There's yeah. not much much here. Yeah. Or I can see, you know, and I, I won't go into specifics. But you know when, especially with me when I'm talking to someone and there's little digs at me, but it's under the the yeah. guise oh, of friendships. Yeah. So that little dig, like oh. Like, but yeah. You're like a privileged kid with yeah, this, with this. Yeah, yeah. Like when I start picking up on that, I realize, okay, you don't actually, you're not actually trying to get to know me because what you're describing is the preconception that you have, yeah. but you're not actually taking the time to get to know the yeah. individual. Yeah. So when I start to see that stuff, I just like fade away. Mm. Yeah, for be, me, I, for yeah. me, yeah, for me, I like what I've learned in life is if you give people enough rope, they often hang themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's it's worked 110. Yeah. percent Like mm. that's mm. my theory. Yeah, I will always give you rope. Like, mm-hmm. I will give you the time and attention, yeah. and I will give you an objective. Like, uh-huh. I'll tell you, uh-huh. like, this is what we want. Like, mm-hmm. tell me what you want our engagement to be based on. So I'll yeah. even allow you to define the space that you occupy, whether yeah. you're a friend or whether you're a romantic relationship, that doesn't matter. I'll always mm-hmm. do the same thing. I just allow yeah. you to define the boundaries within which that mm-hmm. you want to relate with me. Yeah. And then if you consistently transgress those boundaries, mm-hmm. then you now know that yeah. the only thing you're consistent at is being inconsistent. Oof. Yeah. So yeah. so now it's like it's yeah. not you you can't start pointing a finger. Mm. And this has happened a million times. There's, there's even occasions you've been there where I've just yes. broken it down to you yes, yes, and told yes, you, behold, yeah. like <laughs> see manifestation. Like, yeah, right yeah. there. Like you yeah, know, it's like yeah. the one thing some people are consistent at being is inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. And you have to realize that also, even for you yourself in your life, in your career, in your relationships, like there are things that you want that mean a lot to you, mm. but um, if you realize that you're constantly shifting priorities, mm. it means that you have not really reached the essence to mm. which that you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah You've yeah. not really broken down yourself and broken mm. down that which you want to achieve yeah. and gotten it right. And you know, as a young person, of course, we are all figuring life out. Mm. So you will be inconsistent in many things. Mm. Um, but if you, if in relation specifically, you have to give people space to express themselves and don't take it negatively because that's another thing mm, i will just mm. find if somebody's being de- um false with you yeah. like is putting up a false persona mm. don't take it as or wants to manipulate you for something don't mm. take it as at a, as a dig on yourself yeah. take it as a like it's them learning you know they're on a journey of life and they're expressing mm. themselves the only way that they can understand yeah so yeah. like you're just fortunate enough to be able to see it yeah. so yeah. i'd also do the same thing that you do mm. which is fade away yeah. but for people i genuinely care about I actually sit them down and tell them like because mm. i'm quite direct i'm yeah. like yeah you're you, mm. this is my this is what yeah. i'm seeing yeah. tell me if i'm seeing something that's false yeah yeah 
and most of the time yeah. sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe bad, maybe bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i think but you can't like, like sort of to answer the question and finalize it as well yeah. as you can't also operate from a place of fate take risks get to know people if it doesn't work it doesn't it work. doesn't work yeah. you're not everyone's flavor yeah. not everyone's gonna match with no you, anyone is your friend you can't yeah. yeah not everyone's gonna it's not gonna work with everyone yeah. but take the risk because you never know you might meet an amazing person that you maybe didn't give the chance if you're scared of putting yourself yeah in the situation to be able to interact and find out because as you learn people you learn yourself yeah 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 i think that's a well answered question done done yeah oh so this is this is me now yeah that's this you is me. now <clears throat> next question next question i can see the toxic one that you're talking about i'm yep. gonna avoid it's that there. it's hot uh, <laughs> hot <in the> movie. <laughs> okay um next one is the importance of having a good relationship with your parents go um you want me to go Okay, let me go I wanna, first. I'm going to give you first. Um, I think there's there are few things in life that are more important. Few, very, there's nothing actually. Yeah. When I think I about it, think perhaps about a relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. That'll but be but but um, parents is first mm-hmm. because you see they understand you because they raised you and mm-hmm. they know you and there are certain things in life that you've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you've come from a stable home you know there's i i have to respect the fact that these are dichotomy to the conversation yeah, there are there are parents who might be a cause of trauma and we've seen that in our dms where mm, mm. there are some parents who have been a source of abuse yeah yeah and then uh, yeah we've seen that a lot in our dms and then there are parents who've been like stable and the mm. the light that you mm. know the the lighthouse that we follow as as the youth you know mm. and they they have a perspective that you can only unfold i will often think of my parents specifically as like a book the more i've grown up the more i've grown as a young man the more mm. i've kind of uncovered chapters of their lives yeah because you see there are certain places they can't allow you to get to mm. and because it's just beyond your comprehension but mm. as you begin to understand who they are and their personalities and how to handle them mm. you start to see even within yourself because mm they raised you there are certain aspects um that we take from them both good and bad mm. and we have to figure out um the only way you can explore those aspects of yourself are through establishing a positive relationship with your parents mm. you will never know why you are like your father in some ways mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, unless you talk to your father yes and yes. you will never know why you're like your mother perhaps like for me i know i have a lot of my mom's compassion and a lot of my mom's kindness mm-hmm. to the point that it is it's, it is frustrating sometimes mm. to have mm. but that gentle and kind nature comes from um her and how i've seen her kind of yeah. just want to consistently give um oh. to people around her and for her like it has even defined who she is in the sense that she's a giving person her charity is mm. her personality that's which amazing. is so that's insane amazing. to think that's like amazing. in a world that's this um brutal when yeah. somebody's charity has become their personality mm. it's a very different mindset so like even for me i found that even in my own life like you'll see we're constantly trying to work with children constantly mm. yeah. trying to mentor young the youth tr- consistently trying to you know use the little money that we make as man talk to mm. you know to give back in some way mm. and that comes from you know my mom mm. then the from my dad is the ruthless business side mm-hmm. where like sometimes i you know you just mm. Mm. <laughs> you flick a switch you, you flick a yeah. switch and you're yeah. you're you're in a nice box mm. and that's like from my dad because he he is always like taught me that you know that life is and easy 
and mm. that you shouldn't expect people to give you things yeah. and that you should also like learn how to you know be self sustainable and you know he's also been like stable and supportive so you see those principles that i've learned from my parents i have somehow tried my best i mm. don't think i'm there yet but i've tried my best to incorporate them into myself mm. i like that you said you've taken because you mentioned there's the good and bad i like that you're extracting the best and applying it to become a an evolved version yeah. of both i think that's what everyone should be basically yeah. striving for with parents there's a weird thing i find that happens um sort of when you're this is this is how i've sort of looked at relationship because the, the the question is what's the importance of a good relationship right i find that in the formative years especially for me the onus of the whole relationship was on my parents mm. like they formed the relationship with me because at that point i couldn't understand the importance of a relationship i couldn't gauge like how i should be acting to to give them a pleasant experience to live with, living with me yeah. so i think maybe when you get before your teens i feel like it's on them to form a relationship with you yeah. you don't really think about it but i feel like there's a certain point when you kind of become an adult that it's now on you to hold up your end of the relationship and make it the best version by being the best version of yourself with yeah. them because there's a certain point where you realize your parents are human and they come away from the role of uh, authoritative figure and they turn into just another human who experiences things just like me and it took me a long time to realize this but there's a t- you know when you always think your dad is superman like you think there's no he can't feel anything whatever happens he's he'll be fine yeah. there's a certain point when i was in my early 20s i looked and i said wait a minute that's a man that was at one point 20 something years old and you start to realize this guy um is amazing but this guy has flaws that's a scary thing as a young man to look at your dad and say this guy has flaws mm. and even to look at your mom and go she has flaws as well yeah it happens a, yeah it happens when you start to hit your mid 20s mid 20s cuz yeah, yeah and you could even start to think cuz when the conversation happens that they say oh i was your age when and then you start to think what so my dad says to me when i was your age i was just starting a family and i think wait a minute you were just a 20 a 29 year old or something so you were already thinking how i'm thinking so now i can relate to you as a young man yeah and then it, you then you work backwards okay so now in a few years time you probably still feel the same way that you felt at 29 yeah. just life has sort of happened for yeah. you um but so i think it's very important to sort of hold up your end of relationship like you said about um people in our dms saying that um it's not always you know glittery i think we have to acknowledge that definitely because if you're blessed to have a family that there's compassion love a healthy environment one of the things whenever i pray and i'm thankful for is the environment that i've been given because some people it's hostile from birth to when you leave that nest yeah. so um if you have a, my my idea i want to come from a positive is if you have that like treasure it because there's so many people that don't have the opportunity mm. to go back at the end of the day when you're young and be asked nice questions be interrogated in a positive way like how are you feeling like all of this stuff so if you have that i think definitely treasure that and if you don't you can find it elsewhere we always say yes you can't choose your parents but you can choose who you give love to and receive love from so find it elsewhere if you don't have it in the home i can't i don't want to speak to it because i don't know yeah, exactly. i don't want to pretend that i do understand yeah. i can only have compassion yeah. and think what i would advise somebody that i love in that situation fair. So that's what that's a fair assessment yeah. that's a fair assessment yeah. it's good that you've limited your opinion that way yeah i'm not going to try and uh, understand yeah because we, the both of us i think we, we yeah we are blessed to yeah. have you know um come from stable families and yeah. and you know a mom and dad you know yeah. there are those who are raised in single parent homes mm. and such but like and that's not a knock on anyone mm. of those people but the thing is we don't want to speak you know of being out of touch and that's something that we are very careful mm. for so mm. it's it's a mm. very good response i 
Well, I'm steering off. I'm steering away for for a second. Yeah. Because this is a very good question. You know, I mentioned at one point our parents were 29. Mm. At one point they were 27. Mm. What are a few things? This is now a question for you, Oscar. Okay. You can go, ask go, me go, the same. Go. What are a few things like as Oscar that you think are going to be number like top five things that you're going to want to instill in the, the younger version of you, your child? Charity is one. I think the mm. compassion that comes with being with understanding that you come from a point of privilege is yeah. a very important thing. Mm. Also, you, can you define, because when you say privilege, people might take it, take the definition as monetary. Ah, uh, well. privilege is not just, mo- like it's, like we said, environment and things. I think, I think when I say the word privilege for me, I mm. think it's a subjective word, that one. Mm. Um, when I say the word privilege, from my side, I think mm. privilege is somebody who comes from a socially and economically stable environment oh, so from that angle okay fair, yeah fair, fair, like fair. Yeah. from the point where like my ch- my children i hope if i'm if i'm able to be to provide them with the stability that i've been provided with mm. don't have to wonder where they sleep what mm. they eat what yeah. they wear okay you see fair, like fair. they're certain you know they don't lack in love from a home mm. and compassion mm. they don't lack in you know, their needs, primary and secondary, are met. Okay. You know, that's okay. that's a point of privilege for me. Mm. And the fact that they come from the family they come from, with mm. the heritage they come from. Yeah. You yeah. see, for me, I think that's a lot of privilege because, yeah. you see, the fact that I know mm. exactly where I come from, mm. you know, the people who came before me, yeah. I understand my economic situation, yeah. and I know that I can move up. Mm. I, know, I understand my social situation, yeah. and I know that I can move up mm. based on my own initiative, and that mm. the barriers are, they exist, but they are much less than yeah, you know yeah. um a lot of people mm. who are experiencing life right now yeah that's how yeah. me i see privilege so okay, fair very fair yeah very i don't fair. know for you how do you how would you well, i always say that privilege is the opportunity to fail and that's what i want to give my kids like the opportunity you can fail a hundred times i'm here like it's fine yeah like, go try this go try this because i think in that process you'll life you'll identify what you love and identify happiness and i think what everyone strives for is that opportunity to be waking up every morning doing something they love going to bed feeling fulfilled and having a loving environment. I think that's the essence. That's of, a very of good take. Yeah. That is an exceptionally yeah. good take. Yeah. Do yeah. we have it on camera? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's a very yeah. good take. That yeah. privilege. I've never thought of it like yeah. that. It's the opportunity to fail. I always yeah. um, equate it to, if I look at a kid that's quote unquote the most privileged, if like just by society standards, I'll look at somebody like Jaden Smith, right? Jaden Smith, if you look at him, you think that is just a privileged kid. You've grown up in a safe environment, all the money, socially, you're here. In terms of the uh, access to whatever you want, if you want entertainment, that's your line. You can go and do that. But if we look at them, he's been given the opportunity to fail. He can go and do music, try acting, and succeed in it, naturally, because of where he is in life. But also, what I've seen from him, he's young, but I really respect this kid, because what you've seen from him is he's given he's been given all of that, and he's found what he loves, which is giving people that need pure water, water. Like if you see a kid in his early 20s going to like Flint, Michigan and setting up, you know, food for the homeless, uh, water because there's no water in the city. That's a kid that has everything. And in having everything, he's been able to identify what he cares about and what's going to make him go to bed and sleep yeah. happy. And but, but you can tell. Like yeah. You see that thing, that's the first thing I want to teach my children yeah. is that charity. Because yeah. you'll find that people... We're saying the same yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, very true. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People who come from a point of privilege, mm. um, my understanding of them has always been a lot of the people I've met rather is there's that lack of compassion, yeah. especially in a system that is very elite and class-based. Yeah like some of the countries of the world like yeah. you know um some of the places i've been like you see i i personally 
first real experience with charity was in India. Mm. And India has a caste system yeah, oh, that they stick to. Yeah. Like they like it's brilliant. a yeah. proper yeah, caste yeah. system. But within that society, there were still people who believed in charity yeah. in spite of it. And yeah. you know, that for me was a very touching thing. Mm. And then when I came home, I also realized that um, as much as we're in a developing country in Kenya, we still have people who are focused on giving back. And yeah. a lot of those people tend to come from privileged homes. Yeah. But then there's also the kind of shady part of giving back yeah. that I noticed. You see, mm-hmm. And you see the thing about being Kenyan is the fact that people under, you know, they underestimate your perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean? exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really don't think you know what you know. Yeah. So, so they'll open their mouths and say some things. Mm. And then you'll be like, you know, somebody from another country mm. comes to this one. Mm. And he's there saying, oh, you know, like, they're so happy. Yeah. Uh, they have nothing. They have but nothing. But they have everything. But they have yeah. everything. Oh. They're so yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Mm. This mm. child is smiling at you because just down the corner, I saw a mom pinch the child, telling her, if you don't smile and come home yeah. with food for tonight, exactly. we'll yeah. be in big trouble. Yeah. So you see, like, mm. so that's, that's just that perspective. Like, I feel like yeah. that's the one, that's the first thing I'd want my child to learn. Second thing is... Should you do three? Because of time, let's do three. Yeah, let's, let's do, do three. three. The first one, I think, is charity. Second one is money management, financial mm. literacy. Yeah. I think that there's not enough conversations around financial literacy at a young age. Hence all of our partnerships. Yeah. Hence all of the stuff we are doing <laughs> in terms of brands. Because it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's needed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, good shout. Yeah. Because, um, and to summarize, um, there's value in giving your child a piggy bank at a young age and giving them a savings culture. Because mm. when they get older, especially in an economy with a salary structure, and we talked about this in the last episode, last episode yeah. with a salary structure that's as an ambiguous as mm. Kenya's, mm. Mm. you will find, yeah, there's no minimum wage in this country. Mm. So yeah. you'll find that every dime that is given to you is valuable. Mm. You guess? Yeah. So yeah. that's the second thing. Um, um, financial management. The third thing is um, teach them how to love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's not, that's something that I think is... Um, my guy, it can't. Yeah. There's a lot of trauma going around because people at a young age were not taught like mm. what love feels like. Really, yeah. yeah. I have a question. Would you say, would it, and this is just perspective. Would you say teach them to love or show them how to love? That's exactly how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. Oh, you teach them from showing. Like, that's yeah, what, that's, that's what exactly okay. how you do yeah. it. Like yeah. because you see, if you don't show your children and teach your children how to love, mm. then they will be they will enter a world where people are taking a lot of emotional energy from others yeah. and it will be just a hard life. Mm. You know, I've seen a hard, hard life for some people in my life and even for myself in many respects. Yeah. Where because like, because I didn't learn that this is what love really feels like, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was loved a lot as a child, um, not yeah. to say that, but like that you have to really inculcate yeah. Uh, yeah. and create yeah. an environment where that child feels loved and cared for mm. and mm. is taught to value themselves. Yeah. Otherwise, they will live a life where they're constantly looking for value from the world, yeah. not from yeah. themselves. And that's a very dangerous thing. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Very so maybe point. those three things. You? Yeah. So yeah, like I said, first is um, giving them privilege and by definition, the opportunity to fail. The next thing is exposure. Like I want to show them as many places in the world mm. and put them in as many experiences as possible, as possible mm. for them to draw from all of them 
and just become a beast of a human because mm. the more you see the more, the you, more know. you know the more you can look objectively mm. and have a measure of where you are now because if you've been like you it's like india or if you've been to somewhere like like when i went to beverly hills and you see like the upper echelon of like money and then i go to and then i've also been to like um like the slums here mm. so when you've seen that Amazing. spectrum wherever you are you can either think thank god or you can and you can also say i want to strive for because mm. when you have that spectrum you can be grateful and also very motivated especially for you that's a very good shout because like yeah goodness we've gone into a tangent but i think yeah, this but is I a, think, this yeah, is a yeah, good yeah. chance yeah. like you come from like mm. your dad's history when when mm. you shared it with me is like he started from like a kenyan yeah yeah, yeah. like a yeah. kenyan not yeah. at the top rung but yeah. at the bottom rung of the economy and yeah. like right yeah. now you're living the life that you're living mm. And like, how has that perspective like shifted? Especially going to LA, seeing mm. that the yeah. life you lead now at Kent, and like being in Nairobi and the businesses and that, mm. like, how how do you think that perspective has like changed you? Uh, you know, you know, you're not conscious. You're never conscious that it's changing you. Yeah. You, re- I realize that I'm ne- when I'm in the situation, maybe I'll be like, oh wow, but I'm look, I'm there in the moment. Like I'm there, so I'm not thinking how is it going to affect me in three years' time when I'm thinking about. I'm going for a hard time but I can think I'm grateful or when I'm striving for something and I say no I've seen that. Um there's a quote we love in our family uh where my dad says you know once you've gone to first class you're never going to sit in economy again. But once you've seen first class you can't go back and yeah. sit at the back of the plane. So I feel like what he's given me and what he's never he doesn't overtly say it because there was a few years uh where I spent sort of shadowing him I think I've mentioned this in central Europe and I watched him a great example of this is Uh, when you sort of work for a company as a consultant you're given you're given a card and the limit is 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 crazy so you don't have to when when you're now going on an excursion for the company or working in a different in a different place you're given a huge limit you can get whatever car you want you can go to any hotel but i saw my dad with that opportunity but he still would be like no i'm going to save the company money it's his it's allocated to him but he says no like i don't have to you know just just because you've been given this you don't have to exploit it you don't have to use it So for instance when you when we're when we're flying he could take one flight go there direct very quick but he says no I can save a few hundred pounds every week the company saves a few grand when you're going to rent a car he's like I'm not going to get the best car because why would I I'm just going to be going from A to B go to the hotel I'm not going to spend the most in the hotel so seeing that and there's no one watching him and there'll be no judgment if he did but seeing somebody like in a very privileged position still stick to the essence of who he is and not let the situation change him and be like no just as a principle I'm not going to exploit somebody because I have the opportunity to. So seeing like seeing that being in now the business world then him then you know being very very lucky to be taken to different countries I think it's just made me very uh objective and I have a, a a very good perspective as to where I am now what I'm trying to do and what I don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just from mirroring and seeing experiences. Right. Uh he's never objectively said, you know, obviously when you're young, you know, be kind of, as you're a kid but as you get older He's like he'll And that's exposure. Himself. Yeah, that's exposure. That's why I want to give it to my kids. Yeah. That's what I want to give it to kids. Uh that was that's that was two. So three. No, I was would, one. No, one is uh, the opportunity to fail. Privilege, uh, privilege. Yeah. Or giving so, them the opportunity to fail. Okay, that's and one. Then, and then two is exposure. Okay. And then three is the same as you, the money. Giving them financial literacy. That's the most the key thing. Because yeah. I've realized um from conversations with different types of people, I've even told you, there's a certain way that ex- people much richer than me think, and there's a certain way that normal people think when they think about money someone that is rich will use never use their money oh, to facilitate what they need it's but crazy. people that haven't been taught that 
they'll think I've got money, I want to spend my money. But people that are very privileged and they they talk in a certain way, yeah. they use money in a very different way. So I'm trying to, I've gone a certain level, my dad's taken me a certain level, I'm trying to... Yeah, you'll understand why banks le- are a big innovation. Exactly. Like yeah, I feel like yeah. in Kenya, only now are we understanding financial systems yeah. at the way we should. Yeah. And being banked... As a you know, for a long time in our history, we've been unbanked, and now yeah. you know with Mpesa and other financial, yeah. uh, and other like um, digital currencies, and we are now in a very exciting time. Yeah, you know, exciting. one of the largest mobile money markets in yeah. the world. Yeah. It means that a lot of Kenyans are only now beginning to understand the value of things like credit, the cost of credit, yeah, like mm. the cost mm. of goods and services, the economics of growing and scaling a business, all mm. that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's that's that would be my final thing. I feel like we've talked a lot about our parents. So yeah. Shout out to our parents. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know mom and dad watch this, so yeah. Thank you guys. So uh, it's my turn. Yes, it's your question. Yeah. It's your question. So now I think it's time for the toxic yeah, one. Of course, of course, of course. I knew. I knew. I knew. Actually there are two. <laughs> um Okay. Eli. <clears throat> Oscar. <laughs> Do you uh-huh. have uh-huh. a fear uh-huh. of intimacy? Absolutely not. A fear of vulnerability. Yeah. Mild. Discuss and give possible solutions. <laughs> Ten marks. <laughs> Discuss and give possible solutions. Uh, so point evidence explanation. Okay. Yes. Um, that's too vast. Let me just go. Let me just go how I was going to go. Um, do I have a fear of intimacy? Like, personally, do I? Yeah. Okay, so I think the word intimacy is so loaded and I don't know where they were coming from with it because there's different types of intimacy. Okay. There's intellectual intimacy where sharing ideas Oh with my people, God. Right? There's emotional intimacy <laughs> where you're scared. This is true. Uh, this is true. There's emotional intimacy where you're Just, scared Yeah, of, Ladies and gentlemen, that is called... We're scared of... Um, <laughs> trying to keep us on brand here, Oscar. Uh, <laughs> coming a question... <laughs> What you're witnessing now is a master at work. Like, <laughs> you're, now, <laughs> you're now seeing a master, master at work. work. <laughs> um, but it's true. I will get to the one that maybe right, go. we all assume. Right, no, go, go, there's, go. Yeah, there's, I'll there's, give you time. Yeah, there's, there's emotional, there's you know, all of that. And then there is also, yes, there's physical intimacy that people yeah. can be scared of. I think the fear of all of them yeah. comes from like background like we were talking about. So maybe as soon as you feel a certain level of trauma, I know you where you want us to go, but I'll, I'll go there. Yeah. But when you feel a level of trauma in one of those categories, yeah. it's going to be harder for you to get close to someone in that area, which yeah. naturally means the area we want to talk about is physically. So in terms of physical intimacy, I feel like a lot of... It's, it's me, isn't it? I don't want to answer as me. I have to answer as me. You do have to answer as you. That I is don't, the point. I don't, I don't think I have a fear of, intimacy, of, of, uh, of physical intimacy. I definitely don't. Um, I've just An been, emotional I've just intimacy. Been, emotional intimacy. No, I've just been blessed to have all of my platonic and non relationships mm. have all, I've not had one that's ended in a toxic way. Like I've always been able to come out of the situation and not feel hurt. So going forward, I don't have that, that fear. But I feel like if somebody wants to have that fear, it's to do with trauma beforehand. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Personally, for me, I really curved that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You really, you really, you really <laughs> did. Your reaction to that question was very good, Eli. Thank very, you. Very well structured. Thank you, Oscar. Very well tailored. Yes. I will not act like I have not noticed that you have uh, <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> uh, <laughs> somewhat um, uh-huh. avoided um, a personal story or several personal stories, and that's 
It's always good. But I think your perspective is also very good because I never thought of never thought of intimacy as having types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that there are yeah. types of intimacy. So I've learned something. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Like, wow. Eli. wow. A whole new world. A whole new A world. New fantastic I will you. think that I'll use that question. <laughs> Oscar, why don't you want to be with me, babe? Listen. <laughs> there's there's, different, ver- there's different types of intimacy, you know, intellectual. there's intellectual intimacy mm. where we can meet. Yeah. Meeting of the minds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, no. Um the thing is, I think there's always a fear. Mm. There's always, uh, with me specifically, there's always a fear because I've gone through relationships when I was very young. I feel like I must have been too young to enter certain relationships and I'd labeled them as being very long term. Mm. And like the, I, I did learn the hard way that, you know, people change and things yeah. change. Yeah. And you see, when, when, when you go through life, meeting, you know, going through relationships that have taught you lessons. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, they will always have a, you'll always have a bit of, you know, a bit of a fear mm, of like mm. getting into, you know, getting too vulnerable or too intimate with people. Yeah, yeah. But something I've learned to do that really counteracts it is trust myself. That's key. That's you, key. You see, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, because, you, like I said, um, if I've learned all these lessons in a very painful way, then mm. it also means that I am able to, like, I've internalized them enough to be able to prevent harm. Mm. That's, like, super significant. Yeah. And I'm also now much more acclimatized to putting myself first. Because mm. I feel like at a young age, you don't really know who you are yeah. and yeah. what your priorities are and what will really, really cause you stress. Yeah. yeah. You know? Can so, I just applaud you? You know, we always say on here, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. This is a practical example of maybe a situation, like you said, was painful, You've you've taken the situation. It's not your fault, but how you react is your responsibility. Because somebody, because I know the story and stuff, but somebody might have gone through your situation and said, "I'm now scared," and always bring it up. No, because you know this happened to me. You know this happened to me. But what you're saying is you did work, and now you've got a better relationship with yourself yeah. from the pain. Yeah. So going forward, you're better rather than worse. So practical example of, you yeah. know, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you see, here's what's even crazier. Yeah. Um, the people in life who you had a prior relationship with yeah. and that caused you that pain mm. expect you to be angry and bitter. Mm. Expect you to be, you know... And if, he- you, are, yeah. if yeah. you are, you lose. Yeah. If you are, and and if you are, like, yeah, you you're lost. validating what they thought of exactly. you. Yeah. But now imagine the karma and the celebration that you have mm. every day when you wake up and you realize you're, I'm mm. actually better for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And most of the people that you'll go through in life that caused you pain yeah. will continue consistently yeah. living in that pattern yeah and they don't know that they're living in that pattern mm. and they're comfortable mm. inside it so true so you know like personally like that's really helped me overcome the fear where mm. like mm. i've learned to trust myself even coming in front of a camera joining social media that's yeah. a certain level of vulnerability there's yeah, a certain sure. level of sharing that i i had put myself out of um for a while you're doing yeah. fantastically well man so ah thank yeah. you very much yeah, and uh, this silk shirt will evidence it different, <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah but yeah. like you know it's just that, um, I feel like it's just that self-belief. Because if you are forged in a fire, yeah. then you can withstand the heat. Shout out to Fredo. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think, that's, I think that's my response. Perfect. Like if you feel Perfect. fear of vulnerability or fear of intimacy because you've had past pain and trauma, trust mm. yourself more. And you'll yeah. be surprised at just how effective you'll be. And watch mantok.ke because uh, yeah. solutions are there. By the way, speaking of uh, mantok.ke, uh-huh. like, share, subscribe. Yes, there it is. There it is. Um, <laughs> I think uh, because one of more. time, uh, I'm going to... One, one, one more. One and then more. we do our... Um, then we'll save these for the next season. Or do we... No, we scrap them. We'll go into... Right, okay. So, um, 
the last one, the last question is, what's healthy ego? What is healthy ego feeding? What the hell is ego feeding? I think what she like. What the hell is that? I don't know what that is. It's, I feel like it's literally feeding feeding someone's ego. No, so if I think it's maybe if you have a friend and. You can see they're good at something, and they they like when they're praised about this certain thing. Are you sure so that's you, what it is? Let's... Yeah, I feel like if you're if you're praised for a certain thing, yeah, and you can see they've really got pride in that, like magnifying that and shining a light on it, mm. and even hyping them up. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I feel like ego feed, feeding. On think, camera, on set, we are uh, figuring yeah. out what this is. Because I feel like e- when you, mm. um, I feel like your ego comes from something that you excel at. Hmm. If I have an ego about like. My dressing. Like I have an ego about my fa- the way my fashion choices. Then mm. I'm sort of celebrating. I'm sort of celebrating um, my my fashion, and I'm able to be confident and express an ego in that. So when I'm wearing something nice, my ego is higher. Mm. That's how I, I would look at it. So I think ego feeding is if you know I like uh, dressing nice. Every time you see me, you'll tell me yeah. what you think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But like, it's how can I know that when I tell, give you a compliment, you're not you're not considering it in an... In an in I a, think that's what her question is, yeah, right? So, like, yeah. what is healthy? Is it is there a space where it's healthy to feed someone's ego? Or do you... But feed it's feeding it? your own ego. Like, I feel like that's the question. You see, when mm. someone says, what is healthy ego feeding? I feel like you have to... You have to understand that your ego is your enemy in many ways. In many ways, but not in all. Yeah, so yes, I, think I understand. Just, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, in many ways. So, in, yeah. in the sense that healthy ego feeding would be the way I'd decipher the question to make it easier to answer is because I personally, I, that's a question I don't, I don't think I have a context. I have enough context no, We're to just answer. figuring it out on camera. We're just, yeah. We don't look at these questions before. We like, don't look at these questions That's why before. we're figuring it out. This is what, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd ask myself, like, I think the question that we have been asked is what acts of self-love are mm-hmm. there that can make me feel better about myself Okay. Yeah. Okay. Instead of ego feeding, I think the word ego is what's thrown uh, thrown us off. Yeah. The word ego is feeding. So, but then there's two. The question quite vague because it's is it feeding your own or she talking about feeding feeding others? others. Yeah. And in terms of ego, like define it. You know. Yeah. Because I honestly think that when somebody says you're feeding his ego, it's always a negative connotation. Should we reframe the question? Let me reframe the question. Should we say, Oscar, what do you do to give your peers? more confidence in themselves ah that's a good question See, yeah that's a good question yeah sorry uh, there's no he- ego feeding sounds yeah, like a very yeah, negative yeah. thing now we're podding now we're podding now we're podding i honestly think that the one way that's been most effective is just showing my friends and the people around me that i'm completely committed to their growth yeah that's showing that commitment means that i am reliable yeah i am consistent when it comes to what they want and what values they tell me they value. Mm-hmm. And that's where the previous point I made on inconsistency shows. Yeah. Because I will always treat you the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And the moment I realize I can't treat you in a way that um, benefits you mm-hmm. as much as it also like creates a good relationship between yeah. me and you. Because yeah. I'm never trying to take, take, take from people. I'm always yeah. trying to like share mm-hmm. um, in a healthy and collaborative manner. But when I realize that's not something I can give a friend, I just leave them. Yeah. But if I realize that they are actually committed to their growth, mm. let's take, for example, someone like Rotimi. Yes, oh, what a guy. You know, I like to use him as an example because that's where I think, because I, I met him rather recently. Yeah. I, am, I like to see Rotimi grow because yeah. 
I know that what it takes to come to a country like Kenya that mm. is harsh. Yeah. Um and try and eke out a living. Yeah. As yeah. a fitness trainer. Mm. Mm. You know, and to be very good at what you do yeah. and all you need is people around you supporting. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you see us consistently like tell him you keep going, keep pushing yeah. because yeah. we see that he is committed to and the potential. When you see the and potential, the, and the potential yeah. yeah. And and that he's actually committed to his growth mm. or Eli when we mm. met. Mm. We very quickly, we picked up that the both of us have a growth mindset. Yeah. And like we've both like worked really well because yeah. of that growth mindset. And the fact that we know that the value of consistency is day by day. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, you know, just all these little mm. things. I mean, the first five minutes, I said to you, I was like, you're an intelligent guy. Yeah. And you're like, you too. You that too. Was yeah, that was our first conversation. Yeah. 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 Like that, yeah. that commitment to, to, to growth, to yeah. someone else's growth, yeah. is how I give my people confidence. Like mm. people in my corner know. If you call Oscar, mm. like I, I won't think about me. Yeah. I think about you. Yeah. And I might give examples that I've learned because maybe let's say most of the time, a lot of the calls I get are about profession, the profession mm. and stuff. And the fact that I have such a varied experience. Yeah. Um, I've had a varied experience when it comes to a very wide experience when it comes to like what I do. Mm. So a lot of people call me and leverage that. Mm. Then there's the people who call me and leverage social media and my new experience there. Yeah. So, you know, I just try and push them up that way. And the best way to do it is through advice and consistency. Mm. So like that's what how you grow people around you and the yeah. confidence around you. You need to gas them up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you need yeah. to gas the people around you up. Mm. When they come to you feeling good, mm. they will consistently come. Yeah. 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 The way I do it, I love the answer by the way. And I've seen it. Like this is fact. Like if yeah. you know Oscar, this is very true. The way I do it is whenever I see one of my friends or someone I care about, uh, which is very few people, um, <laughs> When someone I care about <laughs> comes to me <laughs> with a negative or ever goes to a negative place, I try to stop it as quick yeah. as possible and give them the alternative. Or, what about this? this? What about true, this? True, yeah? true. I'm like, no, but wait, you yeah. said this, but what's the opportunity you've just seen? Yeah. Like, what's come out of that? Yeah. You know? So I try to be the maybe a happy medium to sort of bring them back to a, a nicer equilibrium when it comes to yeah. their emotions attached to a certain situation. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I like to do. Yeah, but and you mm. do it really well. It's Thank very you. true. Like, mm. you know, if you're as analytical as mm. I am, yeah. I tend to be very pessimistic. And yeah. we've worked on projects together where your position has been okay. That's the reality, but mm. where's the optimistic POV? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I encourage everyone to basically do that. If you love someone, just show them through helping their growth and helping them come from a place that's yeah. negative back into positive i think yeah. that's a, that's a very good story. do you know how you can help us mm. by liking sharing yeah. and subscribing help our growth help, help our growth help our growth today <laughs> at mantalk.ke just, <laughs> just before we go i think we should do the quick uh mantle mentions or flash mantle plugs yeah um i think if i say mine you're gonna say same okay so my mantle plug is squid game i hate you Squid Game. Up, I hate you. you squid were, Game. Netflix. You got there before so me. I was going to say, if you, we can both have the same one because it's, we had a conversation about it. Yeah. Oh, we could do a whole episode in it. Yeah, it's yeah, just so, yeah, yeah. It's so good. We'll, it's so because good. of time in this one, we're going to talk about it maybe extensively at some other point or even on a live. Is it insane how human nature is actually let's like this same, the okay. same thing let's, yeah, the yeah. So yeah. before we, let's give them why we're saying that. So yeah. Squid Game, basically, the concept is, I'm not going to spoil it, um, you're in a world where, well, it's this world. It's this world. It's this world. It's this world. But what's happened is they, there's a, a corporation or organization that finds people in debt and at the end of the, the brink of like, there's no hope in life. In Don't terms spoil of it finance. for them. Don't no, but that's the, that's the concept. That's the, that's Don't the concept. Don't spoil it for them. No, I'm saying in terms of fi- their financial life. Okay. They're at the brink, they're, they're yeah. bankrupt or there's no so, hope. So they give I feel like that's already a spoiler. But that's in the first episode. First episode, <sighs> they already, you see this guy 
the first guy you already see the guy the what i'm talking about why they're chosen okay why they're you're chosen okay, because on. you're ho- you're hopeless and you give the opportunity to get out of debt but you have to play a series of challenges i'm not going to say what they're the yeah. challenges that um as you yeah to spoil it as, yeah. you go, as you go further down you're able to get yourself out of debt more that's how i'll say it yeah and you uh, your financial freedom financial freedom yeah. and but you're against the other people that are also in the same situation so natural human order and human emotion and human nature animalistic nature shows itself in a Primal, confined yeah. environment okay that's a good answer yeah that's but basically good. it's just so much to unpack it's, yeah it's, it's yeah, fantastic yeah, i wouldn't spoil it the i wouldn't spoil it for anyone yeah like yeah i think that's one of the best that's if not the best one of the best things i've ever seen on television it's a mirror up into yeah it's like it's it's, it mirror. looks at society like this yeah like i honestly don't know um there's many you know there's shakespeare yeah but there's also squid games so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go go check it out that's i don't amazing. i don't want to spoil it yeah, for anyone sensation yeah, that's yeah. that's yours as well right yes I yeah yeah, yeah he, he dropped well. yeah that's yeah, yours yeah, as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Done. done so go watch that and but before you do that like comment subscribe and share with a friend follow us on social media comment what you want to the next questions to be in the next one and if you watch squid games comment yeah. as well and let's know if you're an anime it. fan watch demon slayer that's another shout out that's demon another shout out. yeah kinetsu is a fantastic um, anime I've, it's also on netflix so check it out amazing so guys thank you and we'll see yeah. you next week on mantok.ke peace